Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into. Um, But first, before I go into that, I just want to go over a few ways that you can help support the podcast if you are so inclined. So first, uh, whatever you listen to, if you could, or whatever platform you listen to it on, if you could just uh, rate and leave a rating and a review, uh, that would be super helpful and uh, that will help get this podcast into the ears of more people. Uh, Next, I, you can follow me on Instagram, JeffH91 underscore. Uh, that's where I post most of my content at and where I'm most active. Next, uh, you can join my email list. Uh, really, wet with that, just more content that you will receive, as well as you know updates on any of the content that I put out on a weekly basis. Uh, so it's all in one place. You just have to click on it and any like specials and offers or any anything else that I feel is important uh, there. And then lastly, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. Uh, so what that's for is for people who are looking to improve their look, right? You just want to look better in a swimsuit, build some muscle, lose a little bit of body fat. Uh, but I have to bring up this extra point because my client would be super upset if I didn't also explain what else I do in it. Uh, basically, you know, she mentioned that I also really educate people on how our bodies work and paying and paying attention to biofeedback, uh, and you know that's what what else we do, right? And so she wanted me to just mention that it goes way beyond just the aesthetics results as well. So just wanted to point that out in there too. So with that out of the way, let's get into the topic for today. All right. So what I wanted to go over today is you know one thing I've been hearing more of lately is that people think that they're eating too low of calories and that's like why they are not losing body fat. And, and I think part of it is just things that have happened in the past for them as well as, you know, what they hear from other people. And so um, there's kind of this thing that like, Oh, if you, uh, you know, maybe you're not losing weight because you're just eating too low of calories and that's why. So you think that increasing calories is going to uh, just magically jumpstart fat loss, but you have to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose body fat. So there, this doesn't line up, right? Where it's like, okay, yes. And we'll go over these reasons. Potentially you could lose some weight by increasing your calories, but we still have to remember that we have to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose body fat. So what I want to go over today is how come when people increase their calories, they see weight drop off. And that's really the, the main thing here that I want to dive into. So, you know, just eating more calories isn't going to jumpstart fat loss. It's not some magic metabolism booster or anything like that, that, you know, people will, will claim it is in my experience, coaching hundreds of clients to build muscle and lose body fat. Here's what eating more calories is doing. Uh, again, just, just to quote what I typically hear, I'm not losing fat because I'm eating too little. I just need to eat more and then I'll see fat loss. But like I said earlier, if you are not in an energy deficit, you're not going to lose body fat and meeting, eating more will not speed this up. So again, you must maintain a calorie deficit in order to lose body fat. So if you go to maintenance or you go past your maintenance, you're not, you're not going to lose body fat, even if you just by increasing your, your calories. Okay. So here's why you are probably stuck. If, if this is you where you feel like you're eating too little calories and, and you're just not seeing your weight go down as you think. So one, most people underestimate how much they actually eat and overestimate how much they move. So what I mean by this is just because you're tracking 
1200 calories does not mean that's actually what you're consuming. It's just a number on a, it's just a way to basically give you data to, to help you guide your decision-making in the future, right? So this doesn't mean that it's hundred percent accurate. Um, I've talked about many times in the past where they've done, they've done studies on this, where people have claimed to be eating 1200 calories and they uh, use doubly labeled water, which shows, you know, how much they actually consume and how much they expend. And they're underestimating by upwards of, you know, basically like half, right? So they're, they think that they're eating 1200 calories, but they do this and they're eating anywhere from like 2000 to 2400. Like it went all the, you know, anything in between there is it, people were off by that much. Okay. Um, and even registered dietitians, they did it on people who are professionals in the field and they were off by up to upwards of 200, 300 calories. And these are people who are, you know, you would call in the experts in this field. So, and then not to mention too, with calorie labels, they can be off by up to 20, 25%. Okay. There's a margin of error that they're allowed to have. So just because you're not, because you're just, because you're tracking a number does not mean you're actually doing that. And this isn't to be like, Hey, you just are, you know, again, it, it comes, I, I've talked about this many times before it comes down to, yeah, maybe somebody is omitting things on purpose. They're not they're They just don't want to, they just don't want to put it in. Right. They don't want to face the, Hey, I actually ate way more than I think there's, there's definitely that that goes on. But I think it, again, it just comes down to skill of it. And it's, you know, maybe you forget to put certain things in, right? Um, or you're, again, you're just not as skilled in terms of tracking serving sizes. And, and so that's happening. But there's also the fact that the calories that are on the labels could be off and or if you go out to eat regularly, like those are going to be off by a lot too. So we have a lot of things going on here that can cause you to think you're eating less than what you really are. Um, and again, just because my fitness pal says that it's 1200 calories, the chances of it actually being 1200 calories are, are slim to none. Um, both, both ways though, like even you could be eating more than you think, or you could be eating less. Again, it just gives us some data to go off of, to, to guide our decisions. It's not perfect. And it's really going to be tough to get that perfect, but that's probably the first thing as to why you're stuck, right? You, you probably are just eating less calories than you think. Second, I mean, just sticking to a calorie deficit is not easy. Like it's not easy in today's world. And if you're somebody who has struggled with this in the past, like your, your skill set and your environment are probably geared towards uh, maintaining your weight, but in most cases, probably gaining weight over, over time. Right. Uh, and so it's just not easy to do, especially if you do this on your own and you kind of try to go super quick with it. Like these are going to be things that are going to make it tough, but again, sticking to a calorie deficit is not easy. It requires day in and day out consistency and, and it's relentless. Like it just, you know, you can't have two days where you're in a deficit and then three or four days where you're not. And then, you know, you end up being at maintenance, right? So it's just, it's just tough to do. And, and it requires consistency and, um, you know, some, some sacrifices that some people just don't do not want to make. So we have these two things going on as to why you're probably stuck with not seeing your weight trend down. But in saying that eat more calories can do this, can do these few things. Okay. So first, Let's say you're somebody who it says you're eating 1200 calories. So now you're like, you know what? I'm going to jump up to 1500 because I heard that if I increase my calories, it's going to jumpstart my uh, metabolism or whatever it may be. And, and this can be any amount of calories. I just use 1200 because that's like the, the, the kind of gold standard there of like, that's super low calorie. You never want to go that low, or that's like the cutoff, right? But this can be any, any calorie number. It doesn't have to just be 1200. So let's say you increase it to 1500. So you do that. And all of a sudden now you're you're eating 1500 calories and you just see weight start coming off. Right. And it's like, well, okay. So that's all I needed to do. I just needed to eat more. I wasn't eating enough, but this is what is probably happening in this situation. Okay. So it can make sticking to a deficit easier. Um, you know, that 1500 calories just 
mentally just gives you a little bit more room to work with. You don't feel as stressed about it. And it's just easier to be, uh, to, to make the choices that you need to, to stick with it rather than like being super restrictive. Um, so if cows are set too low, it just might be tough to stick to consistently. So again, you might be tracking 1200, but then like subconsciously you're eating more food than you think. Um, you, you might be again, under reporting, it might be tougher to, to stick to that amount, whatever it may be. It's just, you end up subconsciously eating more than you think, even though you're tracking 1200 calories. So by eating more, you're better able to adhere to a calorie deficit. So now that you're at 1500, it's like, for whatever reason that just took away all that stress. And now you can actually consistently adhere to that throughout the entire week, rather than like during the week, maybe you you, you were doing 1200 calories and then you get so hungry that then on the weekends, you would kind of dial back the tracking. And next thing you know, you think you're close to 1200, but really you're eating 2000 calories. Um, because it's easy to do that if you're not tracking and then you end up being at maintenance for the week. So you, so you diet hard during the week and then because you get hungry and then you track less on top of it, you subconsciously eat more calories than you think. So that's scenario one there. And and by eating more, it allows you to just for one, adhere to that number better, but also like you don't see as large of a hunger response potentially, which makes it a little bit easier to manage your weekends. If you are a little bit more flexible or less on top of tracking um, during that time. So that could be the first thing that's happening, but don't get this twisted. You still have to be in a deficit to lose weight. So if you increase your calories too much to where now you're at maintenance for the week, you're still, you're not going to lose body fat at that point, right? There's a couple other things that could potentially be going on, but you're not going to be losing body fat on a, on a long-term, long-term scale here. If you uh, increase your calories to your maintenance. And it can get confusing. It's like, well, what do I know what that is? And there is going to be some trial in there. There. That's why if you're in this situation, you probably don't want to increase by a ton. You know, maybe 200 to 250 calories or so, depending on the 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 deficit that you are or what your current caloric intake is now. But I would say a good rule of thumb is around 200 ish calories or so there on that. Uh, so yeah, that that could be one thing that is is going on. But again, remember you have to you still have to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. So uh, that you, we can't break the law of thermo thermodynamics here. The next thing it can do is it can lower stress. So when stress is high, you can hold hold on to extra water weight. So eating more calories for a period of time can lower that stress, and in turn, you lose a water weight you had been holding on to. This is kind of that like whoosh effect that we'll see sometimes, where you know clients will be like just retaining a bunch of water, and then all of a sudden they just take some stress off, and then boom, you just see that big decrease in, in water weight. You're just holding on to extra like water weight from from stress. So uh, by eating more calories, if you add that in for a little bit, it can take that stress away. Um, and then you see it go down. So that's a big thing that could happen there. Again, it's, and this is why I said you have to be at less than your maintenance on a long-term time scale to like actually lose body fat, because in the situation you could theoretically increase your calories. Like say you're eating 1200 calories, you increase and it's, we know that maintenance is a moving target and it's different for everybody, but say you actually get close to your maintenance, but by doing that, you got a bunch of stress off. So you lose all that water weight you had been holding on to on that short term. Yes, you lost that water weight, but on a long-term time scale, you're still going to, you're going to be, at, you're going to be at maintenance, right? So there's some things that we have to pay attention to here uh, with that. But even at worst case, like if you are at your maintenance for a little while, that's probably not the worst thing in the world either. Cause again, you get that lower stress, um, you lost some water weight and then being at maintenance, if you've been dieting for a long period of time and you're actually, you know, still moderating your food intake at maintenance can be very helpful long-term with, with fat loss and just overall body composition. So probably not the worst thing in the world there. What you don't want to do is overshoot and then you're in a surplus and then you're, you're gaining weight. Right. And again, it's all goal dependent as well too here on this, but 
that's another big reason why people will increase their calories and see weight go down. They just have, they, they see that lower stress response uh, here uh, with, with that. Um, and then, and then the water weight comes off and boom, you lose two to three pounds in a span of overnight or a week or something like that. Next thing it can do is it can increase your energy levels. So if you are in an energy deficit, you can see your energy levels plummet, which means you just move around less. Uh, so by increasing your calories, you subconsciously move more, increasing your energy expenditure. So this is part of like metabolic adaptation a little bit. When we are in a calorie deficit for a long period of time, your body will, over time, it's just dependent from person to person, it will lower your neat levels, which is kind of your subconscious activity levels, some subconscious movement. So like blinking, fidgeting, just kind of moving around spontaneously throughout the day. And when you're in an energy deficit for a while, you start to see that trend down. And your body, again, adapts to the calorie deficit by kind of reducing just basically needless movements that, that you'll have throughout the day because it's just trying to conserve energy at that point. And so by increasing your calories a little bit, what you can do there is your body will have a response where it's like, okay, now we have more energy. We can be a little bit more uh, spendthrift. I think spendthrift is, yeah, spendthrift would be the word there where we can we can waste energy a little bit more. And so you see an increase in uh, energy expenditure uh, by doing that. But again, remember if you are at your maintenance, you're not going to lose body fat. But the big thing here is you get a little bit more energy in your body, feels a little bit more comfortable to um, move around a little bit more. Now, what I will say here is where if you do small amounts here and you are still in an energy deficit, you might not see this as much. You might see a small increase, but I think where the magic is going to happen is when you go back to your maintenance here, that's where you'll see your body just really ramp up that that uh, ex extra uh, extra movement, that subconscious movement, your, your neat levels. Um, but you may see a little bit there when you just get into a, a smaller um, calorie deficit. Uh, so, so yeah, so the next, so that, again, just to repeat that increasing your calories can increase your energy levels, which will alter your energy balance. Uh, right. Cause this is a very deep, deep and complex topic. Uh, but when you, again, like I said, your body will adapt and that will lower your energy expenditure, which in turn is going to have to lower how many calories you burn. Whereas once you get to maintenance, you may expend you, your energy expenditure may increase. So then you have this number that again, maintenance is, is dynamic and it's a moving target. So uh, you just kind of have to play around with it a little bit, but by increasing your calories, you will have a little bit more energy to your body will be more comfortable expending extra energy at that point. So that's a big thing that, that happens there. But again, if you're not losing weight or seeing weight trend down, you're not in an energy deficit at that point. So again, we can't, we cannot break the law of thermodynamics, which states energy cannot be destroyed nor created, right? Like it's basically something happened energy. It, it, you have to do something with, with the energy that you, that you give it, that you give your body. Uh, the next thing that it can do is, it can, it can get you away from yo-yo dieting. So this goes back to, you know, the person that has really low calories uh, during the week, they track. And then on the weekends, they just freaking are just go hog wild with everything. Right. So it gets you away from yo-yo dieting, you know, eating more calories can get you out of that yo-yo cycle where you go low calorie. Then the next day you eat everything in sight, you know, you end up being at neutral energy balance on a longer time scale. Hence why your weight is stuck. Cause again, people think of fat loss is this day-to-day -day thing, but it's again, it's what you it's on a longer time scale than that. So this is why you'll, you'll hear, you know, your week, your average caloric intake for the week is more important than day to day. And, and, and that's true because that's going to be more predictive of actual like tissue loss rather than like day to day trends. 
Um, so if you do this kind of cycling where you're high calorie, then low calorie, high calorie, then low calorie, and you end up being at maintenance for the week, your body's just going to maintain, but you're going to physically get that feeling of, Hey, I'm dieting, you know, four days out of the week. And so you mentally, you feel like you're dieting, but physically you're at your body's at homeostasis. It's, it's maintaining, uh, it's, it's in that neutral energy balance. Uh, so it can get you away from that. And, you know, by having a more consistent, like eating from, this is where like calorie cycling, I think it depends on the individual if you're going to use it or not. But if you are somebody that like you restrict for a day or two, and then all of a sudden you eat a ton and then you restrict because you feel bad because you ate a ton, it just ends up being this endless cycle of just binge and restrict. And um, by just having your calories a little bit higher, it gets you away from, from doing that. And you're able to, you know, maybe for every single day, your maintenance is, or your deficit isn't as large as it was, but because it's smaller, you don't have, you don't have the need to want to uh, go off the plan the following days or, or on the weekend too. Right. Cause again, this is your typical kind of yo-yo dieter where they diet four days out of the week, Monday through Thursday, weekend comes around. They have a high hunger response because they were so restrictive and then boom, it's just, it's just a, it's a free for all at that point. Um, so it can help you get away from yo-yo dieting. And again, actually be in a energy deficit it makes sticking to an energy deficit easier on, on that longer time scale. So increasing your calories might be good for you for a period of time, whether that be increasing to a smaller deficit or back to your maintenance. So like I talked about here, you know, for some people you could just get you to being in a smaller deficit. Um, but for some people, you know, going to your maintenance core can take for a while, maybe your, your play here, but thinking that you're eating too low of calories and just eating more is going to have magic fat loss benefits is just not true, right? If you're stuck, it's not because you're eating too little. It's because your methods are probably off. And on a longer time scale, you know, a couple of days out of the week, you might be in that deficit, but on a longer time scale, you are not, whether you know it or not. So the big thing here is that's what increasing calories can do. It's it's not some magic fat loss uh, metabolism booster thing. Uh, you know, people will claim that that's, Hey, you just need to reverse diet and you're good to go. Like I've said many times here on this podcast, and I did an episode on reverse dieting. The main goal of reverse dieting isn't to like have clients eat more calories while losing body fat. The goal is to get clients back to their maintenance level caloric intake. So that way they don't have this long-term diet fatigue going on that makes moderating food intake very challenging. So hopefully this was helpful. If you guys have any questions on this topic, let me know. Um, and that's it for this week. And I will chat with you guys next week. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit JHHealth.net. See you next time.